Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, My thanks to Pella. If you're thinking about a new window or a new door, now is the time. Check them out online on the web at PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And uh, my thanks to my good friends at Rubza. Best fries on the planet. Great burgers. Cheese Runza. Delicious. The food is simply fantastic. Runza makes it all better. All right, let's just do it, man. We're here. Let's just do it. Bo Root in the house. Nick Baugh in the house. In the pod studio. Wow. What a game to to talk about here. 23-16, Oklahoma takes down Nebraska in the 50th anniversary of the game of the century. Hi, folks. Jim Nance alongside. Man, I'm hoping <laughs> in tile. They really put me in the aisles. I mean, God, where do we even uh how are you doing today? Like, how are I mean, I got I got someone to get into to start with, but how are you feeling? Not today? bad. You know? Mean, okay. Honestly, not not bad at all. It was um it was a fun game to watch, actually. Yeah. Right. I was kind of still nervous throughout the whole game, but I enjoyed it. It was a it like it was kind of a net. We lost, and I felt like it was like I didn't feel bad. No, that bad after the loss. Well, but. here's the thing. So this was my, you know, I always like to have some dumbass thing to get started. Like yeah. Some th- like that game felt like a little bit of the living embodiment of glass half full, glass half empty. Yeah. That game for Husker fans is the is the true to form real life version of that scenario, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, okay, the glass half full is listen, man, they were 23 point. I think got to 23 point underdogs by kickoff and they had a legitimate chance to win. You could argue they should have won the football game. The defense held one of the best offenses in the country down made a Heisman candidate. I mean, Spencer Rattler still did some good things, but for the most part held that team in check. The offense, even though they had a litany of issues that we'll get into for the most part, kind of moved the ball pretty damn good. Martinez looked good. The playmakers look good. Like that's the glass half full version of it. The glass half empty is it's the same old stuff. It is the cheddar bob, cheddar bob, cheddar bob, shooting yourself in the yeah. foot, kicking game atrocious, penalties, discipline, organization, all those things kind of creeping up again. So I think it's kind of one of those living embodiments of like all how you want to look at the game and look at the scenario. Yeah, I, I would we'll say though. All, I would say though, if you had to pull Husker Nation, you think most people who've are- been half glass empty, yeah, glass half empty so far this year, I would say majority would be uh, saw that game as a glass half full, just because the expectations were not just low; they were really low. Twenty three point dogs. Everybody I talked to said, "I just, I hope we don't get killed." Yeah, and we didn't get killed. No. We did get beat, but man, it felt like we weren't uh, the JV team. Yeah. I thought we we might be the JV team when we played Oklahoma. It didn't feel like we were the JV team. It felt like that was a team we could beat. 
not one out of 10 games, but like flip a coin. We win every other game. I mean, it, I don't, it, was, it didn't feel like, you know, there's sometimes you see a 20, so a three touchdown underdog type of game yeah. unfold where there's an upset brewing and it feels like, man, if they lined up and played again tomorrow, it would be yeah. a shellacking. I didn't feel that game didn't feel like a fluke to me. No, because they didn't. Um, I don't think Oklahoma played great for them by any means, but they didn't like absolutely shoot themselves in the foot either. They just played kind of uh, maybe their B minus game, and we probably played our B plus game, and it, it just it wasn't good enough. You know, right. it just wasn't it's, quite good enough. But man, it felt like we were driving that game more than they were. Which absolutely, is, that's a that's a telling thing that. Um, I think we're all a little surprised about, and that's why I guess I don't feel bad because they surprised me yesterday. Yeah, I would say for the most part, and we'll get into the kind of like, we'll, I want to revisit this conversation at the end of the recap to yeah. see where we feel on it. But I'm with you for the most part. I don't know how you couldn't walk away from that, that game, AKA that glass and not go, that thing's half full, man, yeah. and filling up. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, the reason it's not full is the same stuff. Like, that's the thing that I'm having a hard time with. Like, what are we to do with? I thought Sip's headline in the Lincoln Journal Star was like perfect. Undeniable growth, but the same old issues, Nick's upset hopes. And that's the thing. Like, what are we to do with what we just saw from the standpoint of undeniable progress? Undeniable, super encouraging things on both sides of the ball. But what also is undeniable is this is three and a half years of us saying out loud, if they just clean up special teams, if they just get a little more buttoned up, if they stop cheddar bobbing themselves, if yeah. they, like we've been saying this stuff for three and a half years and it's not gotten any better in those areas. So that makes you just be like, like there's just a part of me that is like, God, Damn, like I don't know what to what how to make sense of that last part. The only thing I can come up with, because it has been years of it and it's been head scratching, is it's something psychological where we don't know how to win close games. Like we the progress made is that we don't get blown out like we used to. No. And we're in the we're in all these games against good teams, even like this game. Like we showed but for there's something missing with do we have guys and do we have uh, a program in place that finds the way to win in these close games? And we have not. That's, I mean, I think we, we saw stats. We've lost our last eight games. Eight games by 28 points. By I think that was a little nugget there. I mean, that's eight games, 28 points. Eight games, 28 points. So two points here and there over eight games. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. it's crazy. I've never, ever seen those kind of margins. Like that's eight games is 24 points. That's freaking nuts. To me. And, and then you wonder, and we're getting like too deep before we get into the game here, but you, you wonder if all it's, this is maybe as I went to say it, I don't even know if I believe it. Like, is all it going to take is one spark. Like if they would have found a way to win that game yesterday, I'm not saying like you wake up and all of a sudden you're like, you know, you're wrecking shop, but it just feels like there's, you mentioned there, it feels like there's something psychological at this point. And it, and the only way to get over that is to win a big game. I don't know. I, I it's always just, felt it's like hard to figure you, out. If you grow up winning, you expect to win. Right. And you kind of, 
you know, once you've seen yourself win in tight moments, you just kind of hit repeat. Yeah. And right now I feel like we've seen ourselves losing in tight moments. Um, or we turn it on too late. Like all these things that we, we haven't found a way to kind of go learn from it. And right. it seems like we're repeating the the bad stuff and not the, the winning stuff. So I, I think it's something psychological. I think we're God, man, it feels like we're getting closer, which that's a good sign. Cause people thought we were going the other direction. And I think we were kind of like, it doesn't, it felt like we've been moving forward these yeah. last few years. But we didn't see it with the W's. Right. We need to start seeing with the W's. That's the difference. Like we need to because God, we're seeing that we're seeing I, the movement. Well, that's I definitely we've definitely been seeing the movement on defense. And even though they scored 16 points, I felt like you saw some stuff on offense that made you go, Ooh, hold on now. Yeah. Are they kind of coming along on that side of the ball too? But it's just weird when it's the same issues are still there, yet they feel like they're it feels like they're getting closer, but those same issues just are still there. So, we'll see. okay. Usually, it's funny. You and I, we did we did have a pre-show meeting. We did have a, t- a real quick pre-game meeting. Usually, we do these game recaps. And we're more recapping the team and maybe the psychological moment of the fan base and not recapping the game, right? Sometimes, there are certain game recaps that don't call for like a nitty-gritty you know, diving into specific things with the game and it's more big picture stuff. To me, this isn't, this feels like a game recap. This was a game because it was a game. Yes. So what we're going to kind of do now, we'll hammer through it. We're going to go through the whole game. Yeah. And I know that feels like, well, man, this is going to take forever. Like, first of all, there were not that many possessions. This game moved fast. And I was texting you, it felt like 90% of the possessions, something significant happened on Oklahoma or Nebraska's drive that we need to discuss. Yeah. So here we go, pal. Toe meat leather, Norman, Oklahoma. It was a hot one there. Uh, the first drive of the game for Oklahoma. Here's the things that I wrote down. There were two, Nebraska's defense had two third down opportunities to get off the field. They had a third, they had a third and 11. They allow Oklahoma to convert. They have a third and seven and can't get off the field. On the third and seven, what did you think about the, it looked like a pick play. I mean, dude, like Kenny Bell, the guy. It was a crack back. The the argument was they threw the ball behind the line of scrimmage, which technically it's legal. Uh, I think the hard part is it's so blatant and it's, it's like a it's a blindside block, which, you know, they call those on anything else other than that for some reason. And man, I don't know. It just felt like that was like it felt like a shaky call. It felt like man, or a shaky no call. That? Yeah, like I I don't know. That to me was, uh, you know, they started running down the field and came back. I don't know. It was it was kind of that seemed odd. like a weird play. The other thing that happened on this on this drive was Luke Reimer almost had an interception, and that's going to be a theme throughout the game. You get these opportunities to get your hand on the ball. You got to make the play. Yeah. Reimer almost gets an interception, but Oklahoma eventually gets down the field and punches in a score seven nothing. Yeah, th- that first drive there was those those two third downs. Um, that was for. We'll talk about this more as we go, but. The black shirts, I think, had a good day. I think if you looked at their third, their day on third down, though, that was kind of a negative for them to me was they didn't play great third down defense when they were in good situations. Not third and four. I'm right, talking not third, third and one. And ten. Yeah. Well, this is a third and 11 and a third and seven. The, that's one area where they're going to be 
the defense is going to be kicking themselves. They're going to look at their third down defense, where they've been pretty good all year. Uh, they were not so good with their third down. Agree, defense. because they go, so Oklahoma was 6 of 11 yeah. on third down for the game. And that's something that as I was taking notes, I kept on writing down, had an opportunity to get off the field on third down, didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, you have two opportunities on third down. Reimer has, an, uh, has a near pick. Would have been a pretty good play, but he's got his hands on the ball. And then here comes Nebraska's first drive. What was everybody's confidence level after the first two flags? What? I mean, give you me get a, a, give me a give me what were what's a good uh, uh, analogy like, for analogy this? for four penalties in the first like ten plays? You have Just, two false starts to start the game. Uh, I couldn't even because it doesn't make sense. The image in my mind kept coming back to the Simpsons <laughs> and sideshow Bob stepping on the rake and it coming up and hit it. So like yeah. you start the game with two rakes kerplats in the face. I mean, at that point you're like, Oh my God, oh, God. is this going to be What's, the biggest disaster you've ever seen in your life? Funny is that that first drive we have, you know, we have four penalties and we're just, <laughs> just so yeah. for some reason I kind of, I was almost like, all right, it's the first drive. It's clearly jitters. Uh, big crowd. These guys really haven't been in front of a hostile crowd for in two years. Two because plus Champaign, years. Illinois was like, yeah. So really, a lot of these guys it's like their first game. So right. I was kind of like, you talk about that. Give, like, I'm going to give a little bit of just like, well, mm, but right. what the reason you you can is because okay, so they get two false starts. They get to third and twelve. Martinez has time. He hits our boy Omar Manning. Yeah, for a 31 yard gain, which you know I used to talk, we talked about the the third down being a bugaboo for Nebraska's defense third downs in the first half were huge for Nebraska's offense yeah. they were able to stay on the field which changed things dramatically but so you you convert a third and 12 after you've you sideshow bobbed yourself yeah. you get to you get to third and seven you run a quarterback lead iso with Martinez you get to fourth and three you have that little like crosser to Austin Allen to keep the drive alive uh you then you then get to another third down situation. You get to third and one. You get another sideshow Bob Rick in the face, false start. So you've now had three false starts on the drive, which backs him up to third and six. But they hit Ramir Johnson on that little yeah. out where they convert another third down. And then Cam Jurgens, who decided to wake up and just O'Doyle. He was O'Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> he woke up, was just throwing fuckers down is a Doyle rule. Uh, hey, Jurgens rule. Maybe I'm a, I'm a Husker apologist, but like I'm I'll back Jurgens. I go, if you're going to go down, I actually like us being tough and nasty. I, I would rather lose being tough and nasty right. and having some borderline late hits than being soft and getting our butts kicked. Like what? I'm, I'm going to, and we'll talk about Jurgen's other play too, but I, I felt like those are borderline calls to me. I, it, I completely, completely agree. So it's like I know people like Jurgen's is kind of he's a little bit polarizing because oh, he's yeah. had his mistakes, but I mean you when you're the guy pancaking dudes for our team, I'm at least gonna go, dude, I'll I'll back you on the ones I feel I feel like don't go your way. What are the chances Cam Jurgen's watched Billy Madison for the first time in his life on the flight to Norman? I mean, he was bullying cats out yeah, there. Sometimes you need to go out in the 
to the, the playground and just and just nerd crush for a while. You just need to pour like a snack pack over somebody's head and just yeah, that's what you need to do. He but smelled nerd. He smelled nerd on the on the O line the D line for Oklahoma and just just doiled them the whole game. Fucking nerds and you just pound them. <laughs> but so the personal foul though is you know it's problematic because you get you get down to the twenty yard line the personal foul backs them up fifteen yards. Ultimately, they got to settle for a 51-yard field goal. And Culp, his one highlight of the day, buries a 51-yarder. But that's the first drive. So the oh, the score is 7-3. to three. Nebraska had four penalties on the first drive of the game. Had the red zone. Like I said, down at the 20-yard line, they only come away with three points. They got points, though. So to me, totally. it's like... As much as the penalties were an issue, really, it was it was the first series. The penalties were just like that's that's. I mean, they, it was too much. What was it? Four of their eight penalties on the first drive yeah. of the game. So really, besides that, I mean, it wasn't an atrocious game for penalties, but we got points on the first drive. Totally good match. Totally good response to the Oakland. And let's be honest, after the two false starts to start the drive, you felt like there was a chance this thing was. I mean, there's. If you'd hit pause and someone would have said, "You can bet your life what happens here," I'd have said Nebraska is going to go three and out, punt. They're going to get Oklahoma's going to get great field yeah. position and they're in big trouble. But they're able to drive down and get points. Um, and so one of the themes, though, that we're going to keep coming back to that I think is important is like they got third downs. Yeah, they sustained drives. They kept the defense off the totally field. That's- against a team like Oklahoma. That is huge, and our offense set the tone of. We're going to find a way to stay on the field. Now, the best part of uh, this would be is if they could get points, like real score touchdowns when they do this. But it's just in terms of being in games, you got to maintain drives. Yes. And so that was an important point. Like totally. Just, you and I are t- completely on the same page. Like I thought third down on both sides of the ball loomed large mm-hmm. and you really needed Nebraska to stay on the field offensively. And they were able to do that. Yeah. Uh Oklahoma's second drive was very uneventful. They eventually have to port. I think they got one first down, but Jojo Doman had an almost interception mm-hmm. over the shoulder. Again, would have been a great catch, but I just want to mention these things. These are these little moments where, like, you get your hand on a ball, you got to make a play. Doman dropped an interception, but they get they eventually force a punt. Um, the defense is starting to look good. Do you? I mean, we'll we'll save a deep conversation for the defense of what you were seeing yeah. in a little bit. Um, and then at that point, that's the end of the first quarter. Like the there was pretty much two drives that entire two, three drives that entire quarter. And so you stop, they go to commercial, and you're like, okay, all in all, one of my keys was like get off to a good start. They checked a lot of the boxes. They they kind of had slowed the game down. They kind of were mucking it up, the things we talked about. They had chances on that first drive to to get off the field, didn't do it. They've had two interception opportunities, dropped them both. Uh, the penalties were a killer, but Nebraska's offense was able to drive down and get points. So all yeah. in all, though, at the first quarter, were you kind of like, you couldn't have asked. Uh, I mean, even with mistakes, you couldn't have asked for a better start than that with what we were expecting from like the whole week. Leading what you were expecting and then what you saw with Oklahoma's first drive and again the two false starts. Yeah. This felt like a recipe for yeah. blowout city. But here we are, seven to three. Uh Nebraska's first drive of the second quarter. They go three and out. Felt like the pass rush uh started to kind of heat up. But then there was another thing I wrote down here. Nebraska had to call timeout on their punt because they were going to get a delay a game. And uh Pristup replaced Cerny at punter. 
Christoph uh, apparently had ice on his knee after that. I don't know what happened. But but it's just like now the timeout ended up. There's going to be a timeout that they burned in the second half that ends up looming large. But it's like those these are these little like organizational stuff. Like how do you how do you have to call a timeout on a punt? I don't know. We 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 struggle with uh, change possession organization. Very bad. And though I guess those are just those are the things that just got to get got to get cleaned up. Yeah. Um, that's just weird. You know, I mean, three and out, you have to call a timeout because they were going to get a delay game. But but they eventually they punt it. Oklahoma, they 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 on this drive, it looked like they committed more to the run. They started to try to run the ball more. Uh, they got a couple of first downs. This was the possession where Luke Reimer had a great, he blitzed, got past a guy, forced an incomplete pass because he flushed Spencer Rattler, which made Oklahoma attempt a 54-yard field goal, and they miss yeah. the field goal. So once again, the, the black shirts stand tough, give up zero points. The Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by my good friends at White Castle Roofing, and I've owned two homes in my life, one in Omaha and now one in Lincoln. And both times, when I had some damage to my roof, White Castle Roofing was who I trusted with the job. I had some hail damage to my roof in Omaha. White Castle took care of that and did a great job. And then I had a leak with my skylight in Lincoln. My guy Ben from White Castle was able to come over, take a look at things, get the pieces needed to fix it, communicated every step, and boom, the crew was over and knocked it out quickly. Done and done. The crew was amazing, man. They're fast. They're efficient. They were awesome. Cleanup was a top priority. And most importantly, they did a fantastic job. You can't trust just anyone with your roof. And trust me, you can trust White Castle Roofing. Check them out online, whitecastleroofing.com. That's whitecastleroofing.com. White Castle Roofing, built with trust, proven by time. Nebraska's next drive, they had pretty good field position. You have a great catch by Levi Falk on third and four, another third down for Nebraska's offense staying on the field where Falk was able to catch one above his head. Uh, But they get all the way down to about the 28-yard line, and this was a possession where they had that quarterback spy on Martinez, and he had to throw it away where he was going to try to scramble and get loose but couldn't do it. He has to throw it away, so they have to settle for another field goal. Here comes Connor Culp, 50-yard field goal attempt. No good. Good, and this was a better stroke of his. Totally, when he dinks the. I mean, I think if he makes that, oh man, did that oh, one hit the upright? Hit the upright, yeah. Yeah, because that's what's hard is that one. That one was hit well. Yeah, I mean, it's so just, he's this close to starting the game with two fifty yarders. Yeah, and I just, man, I'll tell you what, that's just that's too bad. It's yeah, just too bad you don't get those in. It just it changes the game, the feel of that game. Well, it's just tough because now you've had two separate drives get inside the thirty yard line, and you have three points. Yeah, which you know against a team like Oklahoma, when you're trying to take down a top five team, you gotta, you you know, you gotta take advantage of those opportunities. Then Oklahoma takes over. There was another back-breaking... What did you think about that? There was an unsportsmanlike conduct on Markel Dismuke where it was going to be third and three. Dismuke kind of punches one of the... Open hand punches one of the wide receivers, gets a 15-yard penalty and a first down for Oklahoma for their fifth penalty of the game. Yeah. Do you I, remember that play? I, I didn't get to see... I didn't see him on that that one, but that's just... That sucks. Yeah. It's frustrating. Um, but on the very next play, Oklahoma had an offensive face mask on Spencer Rattler when he was trying to to uh, to 
to stiff arm a, a defensive back. Eventually, Nebraska gets stopped, forces a punt, but the punt pins Nebraska inside the five-yard line. Mm-hmm. So here comes Nebraska's offense. There's, I mean, this game's going fast. There's 449 left in the second quarter. Nebraska's down 7-3, to three, but they got the ball at their own four-yard line. There's almost a safety on the first two handoffs of that of that series where I'm not sure what was happening there, but they get to third and 11. Another big moment here. Gabe Irvin converts a third and 11 with a really nice run, which is important because now you're not having to punt out of the shadow of your own end zone. You get a little bit of breathing room. Yeah. I liked, I, I like that, uh, that play. It's sort of that shotgun. It's like a stretch. Yeah. It's a shotgun stretch where then, and then, and then Martinez goes kind of runs down the line, but it's kind of a funky, uh, it's got a funky feel to it, but the, it kind of kept the defense a little off kilter. I like that that uh, series of plays. Did you? We'll stop here for a second. Did you feel like it did feel like the offense looked a little different? A lot more two tight end sets, a lot more pulling. Lot like so, Nick. This is to me the the big takeaway for our offense. Um, now that you said that, is getting Volkolek back and Volkolek and Allen on the field together. That's our best offense. Yes. By a mile to me is when those two are out there and we're in like a 12 personnel. So two receivers, two tight ends. When you bring out those two guys, they can actually block. They're big. They're big targets too, right? And I like our package of plays off of them. And I think it was really, it hurt us not having Bo collect that first game. I think one of my, because we'll get, we'll, we'll expand on this later, but one of my big takeaways was, Man, it makes a huge difference having those two guys on the field and having Betts and Omar Manning. When this yeah. offense, and think they don't even have Oliver Martin back yet. Yeah. Like, think if they have Vokalek Allen, Manning, Betts, Martin, Ture. That that's like, that's a, a better, that's such a better team than like think about last year where it was like it was Cade Warner and Levi Falk and then Wandale. and Wandale. And we and were a small, small team. Right. Like we get way bigger. As soon as you add Alan Vokalek, we are we're a physical, we're a physical big team. And then you would throw in Martin and Torre and and uh Betts, and it's like, man, those guys are all six four. It, it, so it makes a huge difference having those guys healthy. Yeah. The other thing I I should have mentioned, Ramir Johnson started the game. And actually that Ramir ran pretty well. He ran hard. He ran harder than I've seen him run. Uh, I thought he did a pretty good job. It seemed like they ran more, a little bit more, uh, but they kept giving on, they ran more option where they'd motion the pitch guy into the backfield. And then they just kept giving it to Ramir on the, on the dive. Yeah. But I think that game was the most accurate depiction of what this offense is going to look like for the rest of the season because it looked a little different than it had the first couple of games of the season. And they slowed it down. I mean, the reality is uh, this is this is what we've been sort of debating about. Like, what what are we going to do? What's our identity going to be? And I, we kind of never felt like we had one. I think this could be a pivot point, right? Where, mm-hmm. a, a point where they decide – do we need to change the blueprint a little bit in terms of like, we got these two big tight ends, probably easier for us to recruit this way. And do we want to be a team that slows it down a little bit more and it's more power foot? Like I, I think the power football play action game might suit us better right now. And I think it, it definitely, our defense would not 
oppose that at all. It Not gave at all. our defense a chance to just just sit, get a, get a little breather. Those quick three and outs that sometimes we'd have, right? That's bad on the defense. So I just like the look of this offense it so much more. Better, and I Definitely. think I think they are gonna they're gonna have to really look in the mirror and say, okay, we did this for Oklahoma, but is this going to become more of the normal? Right. So transition back to where so Nebraska converts that third and 11 out of the, so they're out of the shadow of their own end zone. Yeah. Then there's another third down conversion where Martinez has a, a little under some pressure, but hits Samari Toure. He sits down in the, in a zone for another first down. Again, I want to talk. These are crucial plays because you're keeping Oklahoma. You're keeping a drive alive. You're chewing clock. You're keeping Spencer Rattler and all those guys on the sideline. And you're not, you're, it's a field position game. And who gets the ball to start yeah. the second half? That's learning to defer. Yes, right. It's a <laughs> for this team. I just think it it it's it makes sense. They understand the concept. Just control the game and be really careful that into the second start of the third. Like get get off the field, get out of halftime without a blunder, and then you get the ball back. Because because this this drive ends up in nothing. They end up. Uh, Oklahoma tries to call some timeouts late to give themselves some time. Nebraska punts. Uh, they end up having a penalty on the punt return where they have to start at their own 10 yard line. Oklahoma moves the ball a little bit, but into the first half. Mm -hmm. So here we go. Let's talk a little bit about half. It's, it's seven to three. I mean, at this point you are like, you're feeling really good about the complexion and feel of the game. All the things you use the word muck it up last week. They mucked that game up where you only had a handful of possessions on either side. You slowed the game down. The defense played great, held Oklahoma at only seven points. Uh, offensively, you had penalties that were the the killer on the first drive. But, you know, you moved the ball. You had two opportunities to, in yeah. deep in their territory to, to put points on the board. And again, third down conversions were timely. Nebraska in the first half was yeah. five of ten on third down. So the phrase I'll use, is it was a cohesive team strategy, right? We, as a team, said the way we win is two things. Slow it down, muck it up on offense, be physical, right. run the clock, um, control the ball. Defensively, we said... Yeah, give it to me. What was, what was the plan? Soft zones. Right. They keep everything in front, make them, make them do five yards at a time in... Make the force them to be patient, force them to not make mistakes. Um, and they did an unbelievable job at executing that game plan. No big plays. Oklahoma is a big play team all the time, always have been. They made Oklahoma play small ball, they made them hit bunts, you know, right. singles, maybe a double. They never got a triple and they never got a home run. Right. That's the strategy. And when your quarterback doesn't turn the ball over, you're in the game. So the black shirts. I don't think the Blackshirts even played that well. Right. I think they executed a great strategy, which is keep them in front of you. That was the strategy, and they did a great job. It was a soft zone. I thought they did an awesome job executing that strategy, not just as a defense, but as a team. It was a team strategy. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a, it's a great summation of it because you, you could tell. I don't know if they, they ended up trying to run the ball. Oklahoma felt like their best success was – running the ball, but that's kind of not what they want to do. They were doing what they didn't want to do. That's right. when that's how we dictated that right. to them. That's the that's what we wanted. Uh and their run game's kind of odd because it's a it's not like a downhill run game. It's like 
it almost when they run block, it looks like a pass. So I, I think it was like they had some success with it. And I don't think we tackled necessarily. Yeah, great. tackling one is good. It's a little but- leaky with our tackling, but we kept them. You know, it was five or 10. It was five or 10. It was never 20, 30 home runs, 50 yards. Right. We kept them. You know, we kept it where we wanted to, and they couldn't get in the end zone as easy. No, and, and yeah, it's uh, you could tell. I mean, you've, I've watched a decent amount of Oklahoma. Not very many teams have made them look and play like that. We made them look average. Look really average. Yeah. I mean, that, that's again, people. Th- this is if you're writing down best offenses in the country, you're writing down Oklahoma in the first two or three schools, and. Right now, people are questioning. So I don't know if it's us or if they are. That's what little, I wonder. Maybe I they are not as good as they uh, they were made out to be. But I'll tell you what, we we helped in that in that totally. discussion because we didn't make them look good. I just thought it looked like a, a it was just a good. You talked about a cohesive game plan. It's just you got to tip your cap to Frost, to Chenander, to the whole defensive staff of putting together a great plan and executing that plan. And. and and that I think that's something they're going to have to look hard at. Yeah, is this sustainable? I, I think so. I think you got to commit to it, though, right? You right. have to say, you know, you you got to look at who you got. And in, 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 in certain games, if you're not the most talented, I think that's how you got to play. Like Ohio, this team's like you take this plan, Ohio State. When they come to town, this is what you do. Yeah. Now, against teams like Wisconsin and Iowa, I mean, I think that's maybe a little bit. It's hard to play a softer zone with teams that want to just kind of load up and run it at you. Yeah, with maybe, Iowa, but with Iowa don't, you don't probably do that because they're a hard stretch zone play action team. You know, they're a little different. It's a different game. Right. But, you know, Oklahoma's a high octane offense. They yeah. want to run and gun, you know. They're a run and shoot team. I yes. mean, it's really – it's so yeah. – we, we did what we needed to do there. The defensive strategy is different. Now, the question is, does our offensive strategy need to be that much different? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it does. I think we do the, what we need to get good at something and do that. I agree. And I think what you'll see in the second half, these two tight end sets trying to run the ball, set up big plays in the passing game that happen in the second half here. I think it get, I, I actually love it when we, a few of those, we did the stretch, then we did the stretch boot. And I think you get Martinez in those, especially when he can roll out to his right. When he and let him roll out and move those boot, those boots where he has the run option, yeah, to it are are tough. In their safer plays, in my in my mind, when he's throwing, if he can roll out, it's a safer bet for us on offense. The more of those, the better. The thing I cannot stress enough, I know people are going to be like, "Bod, drop it." The third down offense. Was huge, was amazing, huge. guys. Best I cannot ever stress had. enough the best we've ever had. If they so they go five of ten on third down in the first half. If they go two for ten, this game might be night night. Yeah, this game because they might have had to punt out of their own end zone. The both time first possession where they convert the third and they get the two false starts, and then if they don't convert that first third down on a thirty-one yard gain to Manning, they're punting out of their own end zone. Disaster. Same thing at the end of the first half. I just cannot stress enough yeah. how huge and i know it only ended with nebraska scoring three points in the first half but the fact that they went five of ten on third down cannot be talked about enough it's of how big, important it was it was a big part of this game so everybody went to the bathroom got a snack they sat back down here comes the second half nebraska's first drive you you saw all the things we talked about where 
a lot of t- two tight end sets, a lot of pullers, cross blocks, where they brought guys in motion to kind of crack down on somebody. Um, you had a nice screen pass to Samari Ture for a first down. The, Martinez was good on this drive. There is a great under duress throw to Austin Allen where he steps up in the pocket, steps right, hits him right at the sticks. And then we saw a play that we haven't seen since pretty much the 90s. It almost brought a tear to my eye. The option pass. Yeah. Yeah. They've been, I bet you they've been saving that for three. Because I think they thought they were going to get six, but yeah. I don't know if they were in a cover two because that other safety came down and hit Allen. Is a hell of a catch by Allen yeah. to hold on to the ball. But I mean, did you not get a little tingle when, when, oh, Martinez- I tingled. Oh, I tingled. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the tingles and the jingles. All is, throughout my body. What is when the Martin, pass that we love? We just saw so many. Like I'm thinking, like Tracy Wistrom, Tracy Wistrom, Sheldon uh, Jackson, Sheldon Play Action Jackson. Yeah. Oh, I mean, so many Eric years, Alford. Oh God, we had so many great, just uh, freaking uh, option passes in our history. That we, like, when I when when you see when you see T. Frage go down the line, pop back. Brooke Behringer go down the line, pop back. Frost go down the line, pop back. Crouch pop like you oh. just. It's the ultimate, like, oh, here it comes. Because it's, it, it's hard to defend, but, like, yes. it's it's big plays come from it. It's a great play. Austin Allen, again, good catch. And it, they get inside. the They get all the way down the 17-yard line here. They get stuffed on two runs, brings up third and 10. It's an incomplete pass. Here comes Connor Culp. Let's bring the rake out. <laughs> Let's sideshow Bob it. I think last was it last week? Yeah, it was last week. We were uh, we're talking about Connor Culp at the bar. I mean, well, he's back at the bar. Oh, he's been, and Connor Culp went to the bus station in Norman, Oklahoma, and I know there was no <laughs> rain, but somehow he got soaked here. No, Third, Nick, it's it's like those uh, cartoons where it's a sunny sky, but there's one cloud in the sky, <laughs> and it rains right on him. Was following Connor Culp and raining on Connor Culp. Right on Connor Culp. Poor guy. 35 yarder. This one was like Nick Bob Bo Rude, just a snap hook off the tee. Thing was was a not end over end. It was kind of a, a side winder tornado hook. 35 yard field goal miss where you had a great drive. You get the ball all the way down to the 17. You chew about six minutes off the clock and you come away with nothing. So Nebraska's now had three drives get inside one. Two get inside the 20, one get inside the 30, and they have a whopping three points. That's the part where these guys got to find a way to win. Like, you got to find a way to get in the end zone and get a field goal, you know, two right. of those three times. They, they just have to got finish to these that. drives. They just don't. They, they just, they are, I they don't know what it is. Finishers. They haven't finished drives no. and games well from an offensive standpoint. But that's a bit, that's a bummer. I mean, because you really felt like you came out as a tone setting drive, you drive right down the field. And you I, think you're going to get I, points. I think they showed a Martinez in the sideline. He, oh. he kind of rolled his eyes like, serious, man? <laughs> no, that Martinez couldn't. Uh, they had a great, you know, the director's like, give me a camera shot of Martinez. <laughs> keep on him. And Martinez Ooh, is like. That's good. That's, there you go. Keep, stay right on uh, him there. I mean, yeah, Martinez yeah. had, to, and he's usually a pretty positive body language guy, but he was just like, oh, God, not, though. so here comes Oklahoma. First play of an offsides on Ben Stilley. 
another penalty. I just want to ch- chalk up all the penalties here. This was a play where they, uh, the series where they had the trick play, where they had the 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 reverse kind of throwback to yeah. uh, Rattler who threw the ball down the field for 23 yards. But the big sequence on this drive, there's an offensive pass interference on Oklahoma that backs them up, backs them up 15 yards. So you, so they're lining up second and 27. As a defense, you think we're in great shape to to force a punt, get off the field. They have a a a big gain, good throw from Rattler for 22 yards, brings up third and five. Another good bit play by Spencer Rattler, kind of evading the rush, hitting a guy down the field to keep the drive alive. So yeah. you had a second and 27 that results in them picking up a first down, and now it's first and goal. They eventually kind of chip down. They run that play action, slip a yeah. tight end out, or might have been a back out, touchdown. So now with three minutes and 15 seconds left, it's 14 to three. But let's pause for a second. What a f-ing swing of events here. Yeah. Nebraska has the ball inside the red zone. They get stopped. Connor Colt misses a 35-yard field goal. Nebraska gets then Oklahoma in a second and 27, can't get off the field. Oklahoma drives down and scores a touchdown. So these are the scenarios here. Nebraska, it could have been 10 to 7 if they would have scored on their first drive, a touchdown. Or it could have been 7 to 6 if Colt makes the 35-yarder. Instead, it's 14 to 3. And it's just like of all of those options, how is it always option C right now? Because they had they they don't know how to win those moments. Because it's all these little moments, right? In these games, and you gotta <sighs> you gotta find ways to win those the ones that that are there for the taking. You gotta take the Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, and I want to talk to you guys about energy efficiency. And if you go into Pella's website right now, you look at it, and how about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors. By Pella, won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. That's big-time stuff right there. And they achieved that in a couple of waves. They got insulated glass, which slows the heat transfer, keeping your home at a more comfortable temperature. They got types of low-E glass, which is a glass coating that has been optimized for your climate. They got triple-pane glass, which you can upgrade to for increased insulating airspace. And within all of that, one of the keys is proper installation, which is key for window and doors to perform at their best. And you know the Pella experts are excellent at that. Bottom line, energy efficiency matters in making your home more comfortable. And Pella windows and doors are at the top of the line when it comes to energy efficiency. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. But at this point, you're like... But it ain't you, over yet. It's That's not over. It didn't, but, feel, it didn't feel even close to over yet. But, you, but there, there was a part of me that was like, man, it... It did feel like they got to make something happen on this drive, Mm -hmm. and they did. Here come the Huskers down 14-3 to with three minutes and 49 seconds left in the third quarter. Again, this game's flying by. You have a couple of you have a, a a couple of good plays by Amir Johnson and Xavier Betts, and then here comes a pretty nifty play that ends with O'Doyle at the end of it. <laughs> great screen call. This was a great play. Yeah. Roll out, slip Ramir out, throw it back. Tons of room. Cam Jurgens finds <laughs> Billy Madison <laughs> and t- puts dude on skates. He was did he. Have the guy 50 yards down the field? 50 at least. <laughs> I mean, and he, 
As a coach, you got to be so proud of that moment, right? Because that's everything you've ever wanted yes. to see out of a lineman. And he gave him a little final push at the end. They made a movie called The Blind Side. I think the movie was basically <laughs> based on the guy who did that play, and they're like, let's give him a scholarship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the same play. That was play. the same play. You take the guy and put him in the bleachers. Right. And it's a football. You're supposed to be like, that's a great play. Yeah, stay on the block, finish the play, run through the whistle. I mean, it's a great play, and I, that that one I'm like, it's just, it's too bad. It's too bad the refs are like, hey, you pushed a guy, and uh, that guy on this field where that's what we're doing. And it looked like the guy might have had a little flop. Like, I mean, Jurgen said he was grabbing his his face mask. So, right. I mean, it, it's one of those. I just go, my whole philosophy of the refs is swallow your whistles <sighs> at all times. But what a now the good part about it is at least the refs said it was after the play, so they didn't it didn't negate everything. But nevertheless, it's like I didn't like to call it all, and it's a just I know it's it's the flag was thrown, but God damn, Cam Jurgens, that is nasty. Yeah. I mean, uh, center, pull out, get down the field, put a mother on skates Nick, for if, 50 yards. If we're going to lose, let's lose being those guys. Let's right. lose being the guy downfield. O'Doyle and mother oh, Yeah, let's go be O'Doyle and lose rather than like freaking be the, you know, be the nerds that are getting Steve Buscemi. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Buscemi putting lipstick on and... <laughs> <laughs> but first of all, great play call. I've been waiting for plays like this. Very creative. Well done. We, Rasty doesn't get a lot of screens. That just was, yeah. it was everything about it was beautiful in cams play. It's like, I don't know. I mean, Never. you want to like, you know, 50 up downs, see at 6 AM, but I don't know. Never. I mean, it, <sighs> if it's egregious, if it's an effort play, he, I mean, I'm just like, we're trying to build an identity on that line. And he's doing the things that like, they used to say he, he wanted them to good. do. I mean, I know he had two so personal like, fouls. Yeah, we but can like, be all on about being undisciplined, and that's fine. I'm fine with you critiquing him for being, but like to me, it's like I'm gonna go down with O'Doyle. Then, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, to me, I just think if there was a Royal Rumble between all the O linemen and D linemen, like Jergens won the Royal Rumble. Yesterday. He was the nastiest guy in the field. The I think. nastiest dude on the field. I don't know how if you're not an NFL scout, you didn't watch that and go. They're not mad about that. Nick. Well, I think they're kind of like, I feel like Gruden is like, you see old 51 out there pulling around. Knock on wood if you feel me. <laughs> Knock on wood if you feel me. Huh? <laughs> Jurgens, he'll hit you, you know. But this guy, this guy, Cam Jurgens, 55 yards down the field, puts him on his tush. <laughs> he looks like a Raider if I've ever seen one. But God, God, that was everything about that play was. No. But okay, this drive's still still rolling here. Very interesting sequence here. Nebraska Martinez scrambles to gets about an eight nine yard eight yard gain, gets a second and two. Gabe Irvin gets a handoff. He has the most wide open hole ever. And dude, I don't know if we've got an update. Looked like he shattered his knee. I mean, it, lo it looked like he blew out a ligament. I mean, Ooh. that that was I mean, which is a if, bummer. If it's like a. Because he just went down. He, no yeah. one was around him. He went down. It didn't look like it, like, you know, it didn't look like any, you know, it, it yeah. definitely was like, hey, he, he was holding his knee, but there was no big, like, sometimes you see, like, the leg give. The leg didn't really, like, visibly give. Right. So that's a good sign that maybe it's, like, a bad sprain. So. That's, I mean, it's too bad if he has to Because I like Irvin. I want him to be the guy. I like Gabe Irvin. He's our best running back, by the way. Want, 
to get to know Gabriel. <laughs> Nick, what did you just say? I went to Nick. go to, what's wrong with two guys going out to a so candlelit dinner? You're going to wine and dine him the Raider way. And uh, this guy, Gabe Irvin, I'd like to take, take him, him out, <laughs> get him a nice steak, get him a dessert. We'll split it two spoons. Sounds Is like that a, wrong? Does that sound like a Raider night to you? It sounds like a lovely evening. <laughs> we'll meet Cam Jurgens for a nightcap. It'll be pretty good. But I, it'll be interesting to see what ends up happening with his his injury status. I hope he's not out for the year. Yeah, I'll take him. Out. I'll take him out to dinner. Get him nice and get him get him feeling better about life. <laughs> but okay, here's another another big moment though on this drive. So it comes to third and three. Oklahoma does that little shift, which creates <clears throat> false start again uh, yeah. by Nebraska, which they're they've now. I mean, everybody, I don't know what the NCAA record had a turn at this point. Someone was like, can I get the NCAA record on false starts in one game at this point? It's their fourth false start and their eighth penalty for now 70 yards, but it backs Nebraska up. So they were at third and three. Now they're third and eight. And our boy, Adrian Martinez, hell of a step up in the pocket scramble. This was the one where he reached for it yeah. and definitely got it. They had a horrible spot. They reviewed it, overturned it first down. Hell of a play by Martinez. Then here comes another Gordon that Scott Frost at this point is just balling. Great little design to slip Vocalek through on a little like almost almost like it's, an out and up it was banana a, route. So it's a back cross up. Yes. Um great. I look this is why I like the two tight end sets so much, is you do a lot of those plays, which for defense. They're hard to deal with. They're hard to deal with these tight ends that do these late drags back across the field. I would love to see us do just a ton of that stuff. Well, explain with that. Why is that hard as a backer? Because, I mean, it seems like it'd be tough where it's like. Because it, you're they're flowing. It's hard run action. They're flowing in the tight end coming across on delay. Like, you just can't barely see it. Right. And you got to be really, really disciplined. You have to spend a lot of time working on it. Um, I That's why I like it. It's It's a a real beast for the defense to have to prepare because for. He was wide with. open. Yeah. It's hard to defend. And we shout out to vocal. Like that's not the E. I mean, it was right there, but that's a, I've seen how many times have we seen people not catch that ball. He catches it. The gain of 39 yards. It gets to first and goal at the six yard line. They go heavy. They bring out their beef package. Clat broke it down well. They they brought a guy in motion, down block, kicked the guy out. Ramir leads it the way. Martinez pumps it in there. And Martinez almost looked like he was kind of like flexing and talking to these yeah. dudes where I was yeah. like, oh, man. I think Reservations all- for two with Martinez and Gabe <laughs> Irvin. <laughs> but uh, fantastic drive. It, it, it's that's that's one of the pro- that was a progress moment for us is like. They score, we come back. Um, we kind of capture the momentum of the game. Well, did you hear Gus? Gus Johnson goes, Hold on, folks, we got a game. Yeah. You know, like he thought he was getting Gus has that thing where he feels an upset brewing. Yeah. You could tell Gus was like, This shit's about to go get real I, here. I felt like our line throughout the day was like there were times where they were not great, and then there were times where I'm like, we look like we're being pretty physical. Like, right. and so I felt like we were starting to get a little bit of that going. Um, and then it's just, it's too bad. What's uh, 
is about to. So here comes uh, the extra point. Connor Culp, Eve, got, um, you know, got the old Uncle Phil to jazz (laughs) thrown out of Norman Oklahoma. (laughs) Times you gotta get thrown. And here comes I'm like it's here comes Kellen Meyer, freshman, freshman from Ord, Nebraska, and the extra point is blocked. It was a low kick. Whoever Nebraska's O oh, their right guard got like Yeah, it got it was a it was a kick was a little low, but I mean they our guy. But that got guy put got back, I mean yeah. got somersaulted. Extra point blocked. Oklahoma picks it up, returns it a hundred yards for two points. So now it was gonna be fourteen to ten, all momentum on your side, even though you're down, but it felt like Uncle Mo was all on the Nebraska side. And now Oklahoma's up 16 to nine and they're playing like they're playing the pump up mute. Like it's weird where Nebraska just marched down the field and scored. And it felt like Oklahoma was now like they were juiced up all because of that sequence. In, what low, are- in low scoring games, the games that, that we tried to play here, every point matters. And this game ended up coming down to field goals and extra points. Yeah. It was two field goals, an extra point that we didn't get off the board, and two points that way. That's nine points. That's nine easy points that matter in a low-scoring game. They matter. They matter a ton. Yes. What, and what, what did you think of pulling Culp? Oh, I mean, I, I he's was he at the he's probably at the bar by that time. No, I mean, I mean, I, I don't, don't know, know what to think of. I mean, I, Nick, I don't know what to think of it. I mean, I don't. Can I, I, you not kick an extra point like? Like it, it's I don't so know. befuddling I mean, the, the the timing of that, and it. I could try to muster up a Stephen A. Smith take on like first and foremost. If you think pulling Connor Culp was the right decision, yeah. you're crazy. <laughs> but Scott Frost, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you right now, Kevin Meyer, Ward, Nebraska. No, I mean I could I could try to do that, but like I don't know at this point, Culp. Culp is sideshow bobbing himself. It doesn't matter. I mean, uh, a cartoon rain cloud is on him. He got jazzed out of. I mean, they put him back in, actually. But. They did. But huge play. Enormous play. So now that, by the way, into the third quarter now. You talked about it. The kicking game is killing Nebraska. In the in that quarter alone, you have a missed field goal and a blocks extra point return for two, for two points for Oklahoma. So that's a five-point swing in that quarter alone. Nebraska's missed two field goals, an extra point. I mean, they should be ahead in this game now. And they are trailing 16 to nine. Yeah. And and it goes from less than a either being ahead or being less than a one score game, being like they have a full touchdown lead. They have the momentum as well. Right. It's frustrating. So here comes the fourth quarter. The bottom line is if you would have told everybody that, hey, would you take 16 to nine heading into the fourth quarter, you would have taken that in a heartbeat. But nevertheless, how we arrived at this point has been maddening. Did want to mention again, and this one's maybe a little like I'm I'm big on. There was two near interceptions on this drive. Cam Taylor Britz was close, uh, would have been a hell of a play, but he almost gets a pick. And then Braxton Clark. They run a deep post. He jumped and he gets his hands on it. That one was for the taking. That one. That, was, that's yeah. probably the biggest one. They're like, you got to come down with that ball. Want to win games? Got to make a play, man. So that's now, I, I had it at, for my count, four almost interceptions. But that's a big play. 
But two were on scoring drives. Yes, so that's what I'm saying. That, yeah, that's two of them were on scoring drives. Big plays there. Uh, did want to mention they get to Oklahoma got to a third and ten and they they convert it. We have another chance to get off the field. You get to third and seven. Oklahoma converts it. Had another chance to get off the field. The, it, it, this was a play where Rattler then has the great the great run down to the three yeah. yard line. Oklahoma gets it first and goal at the three. They punch it in. It's now twenty three to nine with ten minutes left in the game. And you just like you feel like it's bizarre. You're twenty three to nine. And you feel like Nebraska should be like ahead. Mm-hmm. It's a weird feeling, but you're down fourteen points. The next drive for Nebraska, you have the awful kickoff return by Ramir Johnson. He goes and fields it, kind of running towards the pylon, and then he tries to run laterally. He gets st- stuck, and he the, so the drive starts at the thirteen yard line. Here comes more organizational issues. And this ends up looming large. Out of a kickoff, Nebraska has to call timeout because they were going to get a delay a game. And that ends up looming large because they needed all their timeouts at the end of the game. Like, I just want, I wish someone would explain what the hell is happening in those moments. They're just, they don't do a great job of that. They've never, that's four years where they, they're the amount of timeouts from, a change of possession change of or possession or coming off a timeout, yeah, like a, a TV timeout yeah, or something. We get a lot of them. I mean, more than I would guess most teams do because that, because there's another organizational issue on this drive, but so you have to call a timeout, but here comes the T bird, the bell West cat on a gorgeous play. You get single coverage, man to man. And Betts just runs by the Oklahoma DB, just runs by his ass. And Martinez's throw was perfect. I mean, absolutely perfect. Betts bombed down the sideline, catch it. On that same play, there's a penalty on Oklahoma for sideline interference. So in one play, Nebraska gains 70, pretty much 70 yards and completely flips the field. Mm -hmm. Here's another organizational issue. And and Frost talked about it in the postgame press conference. Nebraska was totally flustered on that first down, which they shouldn't have been because there was a penalty. They had time to like kind of get organized. Frost said there was confusion on the formation. He wanted trips right. I don't know if it got signaled in wrong, or whatever. You could tell Frost on the on the sideline is trying to signal in. He's kind of going crazy. Martinez is confused. And then Martinez doesn't want to burn a second time out. So Martinez just snaps the ball and just basically runs back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Which is a big moment because then now, then on second down, they run that fake reverse pass to Austin Allen in the end zone, incomplete. And then on third down, Martinez gets sacked for an eight-yard loss. Mm Mm-hmm. So here comes fourth and 18. Martinez gets flushed. He scrambles. He throws the ball. Odell Beckham picked it up. Odell Beckham (laughs) checked in for Oklahoma. Unbelievable play, but it ends up being a – you can't – It was the wrong play. It was the wrong play, but it was the play of the game, like in terms of amazing Maybe the best interception I've ever seen. (laughs) It was unbelievable. It was like he he was for the, you know – the Olympic diving team or gymnastics team, and he like 
spun and caught it and whipped around. I mean, it's unreal. It was, um, it was unbelievable. It looked like, remember when you played with mini balls when you could kind of like one hand? I yeah. mean, he one-handed it. Acrobatically, he's spinning in the air. Spun like and then like wrapped the ball underneath himself. Unbelievable play. Great but it ended up being like a, when he did it, everybody was going nuts. And you're like, if you're Nebraska, you're like, cool. I think he got like 20 plus yards down the field. Yes. Yeah. You went, you went from like, you were at the 17, you were at the 25 because you got an he eight yard loss. Like and the then you, and then he catches it at the four yard line. Yeah. I mean, you're like, this is great. The punt. But timeout though. Frustrating, Bo. You get the huge bomb to bets. Yeah. You're somehow flustered. You have to, you have a, you, you just throw away first down because you can't get organized. Second down, you run the, you take a shot, don't get it. Third down, you get sacked. Fourth down, that happens. It's, you get, once again, you get the ball inside of the 20 yard line and you come away with nothing. That one's going to, they're going to be, that, that possession is going to, to bother him. And time. that sequence, I think, was just really, really, really frustrating. Yeah. And these are those moments I think Martinez made the right call to not call timeout because you just had called one. Yeah. But man, you needed the first down negative play and confusion was frustrating. But it's just yeah, frustrating I, where you here, had the ball at the, the 17. Real, and, this is one we can debate. I'm thinking about this now because at the time I was like, yeah, smart play. And I'm going, are you better off burning it maybe when you're in a position to score down a touchdown? We're down one touchdown right now, right? Well, no, it's 23 to nine. Oh, it's 23 to nine. At this point. Yep. But but you so but you need points. You need points, you right? Need two so touchdowns. you're now like he's trying to save timeouts. Which I, I get that because they had to burn, you know. I don't know. I've been a quarterback where you got to make these split second decisions. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't, I don't know exactly what is the right decision there. I mean, you don't, you want to save your timeouts, I guess, but um, I guess you don't, you probably don't want to like burn it unless you had like, you had like a play that's like going to dice them or so you know what i'm saying like yeah. i don't know the nick bob podcast is brought to you by my good friends at runza everybody that knows my athletic background you know i was a quarterback in high school but you know i believe in establishing the run game and even more than that i believe in establishing the runza game that's an original runza cheeseburger some onion rings double dipped in a homemade batter little bit of a pop to top it off. You know, in football, you establish a run. But at lunch, you establish the runza. It's just that simple. So get out to runza today and establish the runza game or check out the delicious salads. You got the chicken bacon ranch salad, sweet berry chicken salad, and my personal favorite, the Southwest chicken salad. You got to get out to runza, establish a runza game, or get a salad. Either way, you are going to leave satisfied Runza makes it all better. So it's just, but that's a big sequence. It's a yeah. big sequence. Yeah. So Nebraska, again, they, they had the ball inside the seven at the 17 with 10 minutes left down 23 to nine. They come away with nothing, but Odell Beckham penned him at the four and Oklahoma goes three and out and has to punt. So Nebraska is able to get the ball back at its own at the Oklahoma 37 Ture catches it, just runs a little bit. So they have great field position. And this is where, Martinez was so good on mm -hmm. this drive, like incredible Two unbelievably athletic, elusive plays. First down, he, he evades the rush. He finds Austin Allen for a seven yard gain. And then on second down, I don't know how Oklahoma has the guy sacked. He is able to shake free and then runs for 10 yards. Just an incredible play, which then sets up at the 21 yard line, the, the post to Omar Manning. Great, great throw, great catch. That 6'4", big body, going up, catching it, 
touchdown Nebraska. Martinez stood in the pocket. That yeah. was the thing. He stood in there. He hung in there and he kept his feet down. Right. He kept his head downfield and he delivered a strike. I mean, that's the t- the kind of throw we've been waiting for. The the presence to stay in there, deliver the football. Like that that's a big that's time. Big time progress for him. Like it's good to see him doing that cuz like we've always known he could. Right. Well, the thing that's amazing if you watch it again, watches he goes he's going through his progressions. He actually he he gets to 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 Omar Manning moves off him to checks a, to maybe his third or fourth read, but then goes back to Omar Manning. Cause maybe he needed to let Omar. It was a long route. It was yeah. a long route. So he had to buy time. And it's just those three plays. I challenge you, those three plays are just big time plays, big time plays. So Nebraska scores, they kick the extra point. It's 23 to 16 with five minutes and 38 seconds left. Whole baby. Yeah. Now Oklahoma has a has two. They're only two. All of a sudden, Cheddar Bob showed up and's like, "Sorry, I'm late." <laughs> oh goddamn! <laughs> Cheddar Bob checked in a kickoff returner because it's not just us. Other people it's are nice stupid. The Cheddar too. Bob yeah. suits up for other teams. They're staking me stupid too. That's great. <laughs> so instead of letting the ball go out of bounds, the OU guy dives on it at the eight, which is like, "What are you doing?" But great. And then Oklahoma gets a delay a game. Yeah. So you're like, okay, are they starting to pee their pants? Yeah. I mean, they weren't, they weren't great that yesterday. Because it's first and four, first and 14 at their own four yard line now. Oklahoma, this is where it's frustrating that Nebraska's defense, they eventually they force a punt, but they didn't, they allow Oklahoma to chew about five minutes ish yeah. uh, 445 off the clock they were we were leaky we were really leaky this drive which we needed this is where if we a place where they needed to be as solid as they could possibly be we were leaky yeah we just let them just pitter the run three first yeah. down i mean it's just too bad because that, that's where ah. it's i know that two first downs on runs for oklahoma spencer rattler gets a first down on a little zone keep read um Nebraska then has they have to start calling their timeouts to preserve some time. They run the little shovel pass, Ben Stilly yeah. gets the tackle on third and four, and they have to punt. But we're a timeout. We were we were a timeout down. So a timeout down. It. That's where those timeouts make it all of a sudden now, like that not having that extra timeout is a big deal. Yeah. Because they punt. Nebraska gets the ball with 57 seconds left at their own 17-yard line with no timeouts, and this was as sorry of a one-minute drill as you'll ever see in your life. Yeah, I mean... I mean, all the things that can't happen, happen. First first down, sacked, seven-yard loss. Don't take a sack. You cannot. Just throw that bitch to Cheddar Bob on the sideline. And you don't actually want to throw it short in bounds. Like, right. You really, like... If you're not throwing it down the field or to the sideline, you want it to be incomplete. Right. So that so that on second down, that's right. They hit Austin Allen in the middle of the field. And so people are running down the field, have to run back and get set. Um, and then here comes third down. Sacked. Don't take a sack. And then here comes fourth and 18. He has to check it to Ramir Johnson. But this is your biggest pet peeve. Go ahead. Yes, this is my biggest pet peeve in the world, in the <laughs> history of football. Tell them what happens, and I'll tell you my pet peeve. So, Ramir Johnson catches the ball. Clock is to zeros. 
And he runs, he runs, he runs, and he just gets tackled and goes down with the ball in his hands. Ball game, but what? Because I know you, you're the first person I thought of. I was like, Bo's not going to be happy about that at all. It's it's of anything that happened to, on the field, this is the most, uh, for me, the most unforgivable play. <laughs> if you don't try to keep the, the game alive. I don't know. What are you doing out there? If you don't try to pitch it backwards, fumble it. You How do you be, go down with the ball? Like, I just don't understand. How do you go down lack with of the understa- ball? I mean, it was a bad one minute drill as bad as it gets, but the last play, even if you get tackled and fumble it and I don't care they if they end up it, and run for a it touchdown, doesn't matter. Who cares? Your job is to not let the play die. And that should be something, you know, when you're, in fifth grade. Right. I don't I don't understand because it looked like when he caught it in the middle of the field, it was I think Ture was maybe going to be behind him. And they like were he, kind of wait. No, they that was the I mean, play. Was, they, they, right. But nobody like he just turned into it and ate it. And I just wanted to go, what what are we doing? I just don't understand how you go down with the ball. Like and you just you fumble it. And we've done that before. That's right. what I, I, we did it maybe last year, year before. I was trying to remember what game. Yeah, it I know was. what you're talking about, but and I, I maybe it was against Iowa or somebody, and I was like, are we not trying to keep the? I never you understand be it. Pitching every lineman should have the ball and be. And you if you're going down, just fumble, fumble just it. lose the ball. You you make that the longest play ever. Yeah, you just it turns into rugby. You basically play rugby the rest of the time, right? And you try to wear them out and sneak something through and make a miracle. But I don't care even if you have to run to the sideline and then Motor City miracle and hope someone's over there. Like just, yes, but that's the way you should be losing. Yes, they'll work. They'll probably get it. They'll probably right. The game was going to be they'll over. They'll probably I mean, get points. They'll probably give a safety. Whatever. Who cares? You don't I'm let you. the play in. It's that's just a football thing. But the, it that but bothers me. It was more than it was anything. the exclamation point on the on just a terrible one minute drill. That was really the that was their egregious two sacks. A seven-yard gain to Allen on second down, and then a Ramir Johnson they, they, just they stayed inbounds. Like they threw in the yeah. middle of the field. It was horrible. Inbounds. I mean, there's a horrible, horrible final moment there. What are we doing? And so the clock strikes zero. Yeah, the only thing you can do is if you throw it for a first down in the middle of the field, then, it doesn't matter. Right. Because then you got time, but you can't throw it short of the Because that's what Ramir wasn't. He was field. short of the first down. You well, know what I mean? That's almost, a, Ramir was, it was supposed to be a pitch time after that. Right. You throw it short, and now it's scramble time. But he didn't scramble time. He no. said, I'm going to go get tackled. I don't get like it. he turned into people. And right. Like, right. Maybe he said that he was going to try to split them. Or, but like the that's not the point. The point there is like you're just trying to wear yeah. him out. At right. Point. Right. Unbelievable. And so the clock strikes zero ball game over Oklahoma wins 23 to 16. And oh. we'll wrap it up with with a few of these like. I mean, I don't even know where. How do you fix? the self-inflicted stuff the penalties the organization we've been, we've been saying it for years it seems fixable but it just hasn't been fixed it's an offensive issue is what it is it's, i mean the defense it's not a defense i mean occasionally it feels like get it feels like it's offense and special teams special teams i don't know what to tell you the, the kicking game the kicking game is is at an all-time bad we're yeah. like you want it's kind of cope like toast I don't know. I mean, he got I mean, pulled, you know, I mean, you, you look at like Nebraska, they've missed what they missed five field goals, three extra points. And one was run back for a two point conversion on the season. Now. Yeah. Brutal, but it's a legit big, big problem. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have the answers there. 
the the defense played really, really well. I mean, we've sung the praises of the defense. They did. I mean, you hold them to 23 points, really 21 points. Like, yeah, you did about all you could. Sure. Could they have gotten off the field a few more times on some? Yeah. It's also the number three team in the country. That's like, you're not going to like we, we, stone them. Like sometimes I have to remind myself, like you can't always be perfect. I, I'm, I will take that game as it was and say, that's all you really should have to do. Our offense has got to find a way to, well, I, you know, pretty much do what they did, maybe a little bit better. And then kicking game should win that one for you. Well, yeah. The So the kicking game was, that game was lost on special teams in the kicking game. But then also the game was lost. We talk about the kicking game, but it also was lost. Nebraska had the ball inside the call it the 30 yard line. Three times, four times. And they, they come away with 16 points. That's, that's where you could, if you want to critique the offense, you go you finish the, the drives. Yeah. I mean, penalties is one thing, but we, we actually overcame those. Well, they had four penalties on the first drive and they overcame they, them. And then they had four penalties for the rest of the game, you know, yeah. but it's just, they have to finish these drives with touchdowns. Yeah. Cause if you finish those drives with touchdowns, you win the game and win the game like comfortably. Um, it, we talked about it, but a Bears repeating, boy, does it make a difference to have Allen, Vokalek, Betts, and Manning on the field. You get your two deep threats, yeah. your big-bodied receivers, you get your two tight end sets where you're better in the run game, you're tougher to deal with in the play-action stuff that you pointed out. It makes a big, big difference with all those weapons on the field. Well, and, and let's, I mean, we get excited about Betts and Manning. Torrey's our best receiver, right? period. Torrey's our best guy. Manning and Betts, though, give us vertical threats to go with Torre, who's also, I would say, a vertical threat. Um, it, I think we've all been waiting. Like, we've all thought, Betts, Manning, like, shouldn't we be able to just throw it down the field to those guys? And I think to see it actually, like, come to light, that yes, we can, that's a big confidence booster for this team. Totally. The identity, though. Allen and Vokalek, those guys on the field well, – the rest of the season is totally, going to be big. Absolutely. Get those guys, like, let's build this identity. I think that's my big takeaway. It's like, okay, I think we could there was find a, yeah, that You can thing. build off of what you saw from the offense in that. And, and then yeah. imagine adding Martin into the equation. The one thing I wanted to ask you was, I mean, is Ramir Johnson now the number one back, especially with Gabe Irvin? God it's knows what's out. Uh, but here's the thing. Sevion's in a little bit. I don't know what happened. Step that's what I was going to play. The, the next thing I was going to ask you is like this, this, it's running back. Room. The, these personnel patterns and things we've seen with who's in, who's not, who plays, who doesn't. Think about this. Ramir Johnson was the fourth string running back at Illinois, and he started against Oklahoma and was on the field more than any other running back. Marquis Stepp led Nebraska in rushing in, in against Illinois and for running backs and and started against Fordham and didn't even play. Morrison's and, played every game a little bit. And Irvin's played every game. Irvin's been the guy. If you had to say who's been the guy, so it's been Irvin. It's and then just, Irvin just got hurt. So that sucks that he got hurt. Um, this running back, though, we need to find we need to find somebody. Because man. because Frost after the game said that they are kind of like open that competition up. Whoever plays the best during the week is going to get the start. I mean, that's it's clear they're actually doing that because right. I mean, Step went from the our leading rusher to, to not, not to play. But I'm just saying, like, and then even Betts didn't play in the first game. Like, the, this thing, and I get like we're not in there, so we don't know discipline stuff. We don't know like, 
Guys, just put yourself in the coach's shoes. And if if someone's at practice, and I don't know this to be true, I don't know, but I can only assume. Like if guys are at practice and they don't know what they're doing, what they're doing it's hard to put them out there. That's it's just the is. only explanation. You have to read between the lines and go, it's either they had a bad week of practice or there's something wrong with the way they've been practicing. Right. But, but nevertheless, their personnel shuffling is weird. Yeah. The only it, guy, like, I mean... The tight ends seem like they're solidified. solidified. Ture solidified. Ture solidified. And then in between Manning, I mean, I think Martin is kind of solidified when he's out there. Right. But between Manning and Betts and the running backs, it's like, could we get some stability out of those right. four guys? You know, And that's where I do think, like he said, there was something there with that group and how they played that if you can figure out that running back spot a little bit more, uh, you get Martin back into the equation. And now all of a sudden, like we said, Martin Ture, Betts, Manning, Allen, Vokalek, with the way Martinez is playing. I'm not saying you're looking at like the greatest offense, the greatest no, show on turf here. The, we're like, we're, you know, <laughs> so like I'll take man. Isaac Bruce. It's not like that, but like that's not that's something. Nick, we we have like you see the 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 future, you see the rest of this year. Um and potential success with some of those lineups um, where like, I think we've just, man, it just felt like we haven't had any firepower. Like we've been playing with a empty drawer and like all of a sudden you got some tools, you got some, you know, we opened up that tool. Remember we opened up the web, but it's been BB guns and super soakers. And all of a sudden you opened it up and Vokalek was like, you want two tight end set? I drag out and I run downfield. You throw it right here. I book like run downfield. Is he Russian? <laughs> what is he? Book like the Russian? He's, he's USSR 1986. Adrian, I run in run. down sideline. You put it in hands. I make play. I Volkalek. Then we drink vodka. We drink vodka Volkalek style. <laughs> this my friend Allen, Austin Allen, my other tight end. He tall like tree, <laughs> like Siberian pine tree from where I am from. Very tall. need to rev it up. Oh my God. I think I could do a whole podcast on I Volkalek. <laughs> Throw me ball. Uh, I injure for our first couple games, but I come in and change game. <laughs> Oklahoma got no answer for Volkalek. Vodka's for everyone. Okay, but it makes a difference. It makes a big difference to have. Oh, it makes a big, big difference to have those guys in there. Um, so it's hard, man. Like you see it coming. The defense is legit. The offense found a little something if they can get healthy and keep building off this. Um, and then the last thing we got it like Martinez is fucking good. He's playing. Anybody want to talk noise about that guy now? Well, he, here's where I'll, here's where I'll, I'll don't you I'll dare talk. if you I, I, are I you to gonna noise. I gotta talk. You got a bone to pick? Because I will not I really will a bone. I just call Vokalek and oh, don't tell. Don't call Vokalek, please. <laughs> Do not call I Volkalek. Don't, <laughs> don't talk about Adrian. You talk about Adrian, I take Bazooka. <laughs> Hit cranium. Skirplat, you little bug. Continue. <laughs> Nick, what country is this? I don't know. It doesn't even sound Russian anymore. 
<laughs> oh god. Okay, what's your beef with Adrian? I There's no beef. It's just <laughs> he's got a show like the way he's been playing the last couple weeks has been nice. I, there's no complaints the way he's been playing. It's the he's been take. Can he continue to take care of the ball and just do what he's been doing, yep. which is like take what the defense gives you and then use your legs. Yep, that alone will be in every single Big Ten game. We really will, and I think if if he continues to do that, it's going to be a a more positive year in this big 10, but this is now Nick that game in the end, it was like, uh, throw it out. It's a non-con game. It's against the number three team. In the no country. one thought they were winning the game. Anyway, we didn't think we we're going to win. It was an L from the, before literally the no one started. picked a win. I think we're going to build confidence off this game. I hope so. But Nick, they got a tough one coming up, man. Yeah. Michigan state's Michigan playing state great. Murdered Miami, beat Miami. They beat Northwestern, yes. beat the breaks up. I mean, so all of a sudden now, that was one of the games you felt like was the, if you're writing down, I think I wrote down the easiest ga- games, easiest to hardest. That was one of the easier games. Nope. Not nope. now. It doesn't look like that. And so we'll. it's a big game. But the biggest thing above all these other stuff, like, Bo, if these self-inflicted Cheddar Bob moments don't get better, I don't think they're going to go to a bowl game. I really don't. I, I don't. I don't think they're just not. Like if if their kicking situation continues to oh, be a, no, a can't disaster, can't you're win. not going to win. And if you continue to have some organizational issues and some, I get some of the penalties were Doyle rules, but like, I mean, Doyle. Oh Doyle, Cam Jergens watched Billy Madison, but so I don't know, man. All in all, a lot of good stuff to build off in that game, but some, but but frustrating at the same time. Yeah, I think it was like when the more we talk about, we get a little bit more frustrated. But let, I, I truthfully, when I that game was done, I didn't stew on it all night. I was like, I go, you know what? We, I saw the progress I was hoping was going to be there. We hung in there with the top five team in the country. We see the like we've seen more of an identity. We were physical, at least. Like nobody can say we weren't physical. We weren't physical a few years ago. No, we were soft a few years ago. We are not soft right now. That's a good place to start. Absolutely. He even heard Clat had a lot of positive things to say on his little blurb after the game, saying that you know, urging Nebraska fans to stay patient and that he thinks this team is close. He he said he thinks Nebraska is going to beat one of Michigan, Ohio State, Iowa, Wisconsin down the stretch. Uh, listen, he's not a, he's not a uh, Blow smoke up your, you know what, kind of a guy. Um, no, he's, he's a Colorado guy. Yeah, he's a Colorado he's guy. He's obligated by birth not to like yeah, to Nebraska. say F Nebraska. Did you sack him or did Barrett sack someone? Didn't I you? I sacked. I think him. you sacked him. Yeah, we need yeah. to remind. Like him. you sack Clat. Like like if you get sacked, like you always are one up on him for the rest of your like I'll no matter what him. no matter what happens like that, you him. own him. Okay. Anything else before Volkalek say goodbye? Doyle rules. Oh, Doyle rules. Doyle rules. Oh, Doyle Doing our rules. A Huda Media Production.